What's up, everyone? This is Hannah with the Healthy Charleston Podcast. I am a physical therapist here in Charleston, and I am the new host of this podcast. This podcast is meant to give you the correct health and fitness information, along with spreading awareness of all of the different health and fitness professionals here in Charleston. I love being able to use this podcast as a way to meet all of those around me that are trying to make the world a better place. And my mission as a PT is to educate people and to empower them to take ownership and control of their health. This is season three of the podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Healthy Charleston. Otherwise, thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the show. What's up, everyone? This is Hannah with the Healthy Charleston Podcast. Welcome back. Today's special guest is Emily Werner with Emily Werner Nutrition. She is a clinical nutritionist who has just recently moved from New Jersey to our Charleston, South Carolina. Emily has always had a passion for nutrition, but she actually didn't start harnessing her powers until recently. She worked in communications and advertising most of her working career until she hit a wall one day and decided she had to pivot. Emily's story is actually not all that uncommon. Her career left her feeling unfulfilled, burned out, stressed, and searching for more, and eventually led to her having an anxiety attack, and you'll hear about that in this episode. Fast forward a few years later, Emily kicked her old job to the curb, she got a master's degree in clinical nutrition, and she started her own business. So Emily and I talked about her journey, how she diagnosed her own husband with diabetes, how our foods are pumped full of some gross addicting stuff, and how to start getting your eating habits back on track. So some really exciting, fun things that we're talking about. If you're someone who feels sick after you eat at most restaurants, you should know that you're not alone, but this is not normal, and this is actually something Emily dealt with a lot in her life and ultimately had to figure it out on her own which is what led her to go down the nutrition path. Now, Emily loves going to CrossFit. She loves working with people who have metabolic syndrome, and she loves posting some super cute reels on Instagram. We talked, again, about processed foods, our food system, healthcare, things you should always have in your house, and reasons you have to start getting wild-caught and not farm-raised fish. Rachel, I'm talking to you here. I love talking to people like Emily. Um, I really enjoyed this episode, and I hope y'all enjoy it as much as I did. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the show. All right, everyone. Welcome back to the Healthy Charleston Podcast. I have a special guest today. Everyone meet Emily Werner with Emily Werner Nutrition. She is a clinical nutritionist. Just moved here a few months ago. Super excited to have her here in Charleston. Emily. Hello. Thank you for having me. Yeah, super excited. (laughs) All right, so let's start. Let's go way back. What got you into this world of nutrition? Um, all right, so it's a couple of things. I would say, you know, growing growing up, I was never overweight, um, and I think I ate pretty healthy, but I would have, like, a lot of issues when I went out to eat. I would, you know, my stomach got bloated and just felt like a lot of, like, inflammatory response, like responses, and I had to really figure out on my own, like, what was causing that. So for me, that was, like, a lot of the processed oils that restaurants have, um, a lot of gluten. So, you know, I had to kind of clean up my diet myself. Um, then, you, fa- you know, fast forward, 
I met my now husband um, 10 years ago. He was clearly type 2 diabetic. Um, he's 6'2", like, looked emaciated, carrying around a gallon of, gallon of water, peeing, like, every 20 minutes. Oh, my God, it's like the telltale sign. Yes. It's like the one they show you on the PowerPoint slide. Yes, yes, totally. Um, and you know, begging him to go get blood work. And when he finally did, it, you know, he was so far past. <laughs> oh, His no. HbA1c um, was something like 14.3. Yeah, pre-diabetic is 5.6. Just yeah. yeah. So going through his journey was, like, very, um, like, amazing just to see him turn himself around. Um, and then a couple of years later, I found CrossFit. Um, so, you know, to fuel your body properly, in CrossFit is like a whole other beast, and I had to really learn how to, you know, sleep right, take proper supplements, get enough protein in, the whole thing. Um, so that's like a combination of like where my love of nutrition came from. So typically, it's funny because typically people start CrossFit and like that's their gateway into this world, but you had to figure things out for yourself, like kind of at a young age, right? How old were you when you were? Like, dealing with the, the feeling bloated after restaurants? Um, it started early, but definitely in my teens is when I really noticed it. And I would yeah. become, like, fatigued afterwards and just feel, like, awful. And then, like, after college, my friends, you know, and I would go out, and they would order whatever and have, like, a beer and, like, be able to continue on with the night. And I would, like, needed a hoodie and just, like, wanted to, like, you know, go home because my stomach hurt so, so much. So I really had to figure that out early on. Like, At what point did you realize this is not normal, the way that you felt? Um, you know, when I started to, to do some research on my own and, like, remove some food groups and realize, like, how messed up our industry, like, the food industry is and how they pump in, like, all the stuff just to get people addicted to it and, and yeah. Dark stuff for yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. But it's yeah. happening, like, so we should be able to talk about it. Yeah. So when you met your husband, how long after were you like, hey, go to the doctor? Oh, immediately. Immediately. You're like, hi, I Emily, I'd love to date you. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to talk to him first. He postponed that for months, like six months. I'll never, like, forget the call, too. He's like, are you happy? You're right. I was like, no, I don't want to be right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I want you to get well, you know. And for him, he, he was addicted to eating the way he was eating. He, I think for him it was part genetic, part diet and lifestyle. Mm -hmm. um, so to see him go on a journey and slowly um, remove some bad habits and bring in new ones, and now it's like he eats so well. <laughs> like I trust him going food shopping and like totally understands his body and how to um, pair the right foods together to make sure that his blood sugar is stable. You know, he's off insulin, but he'll never be able to reverse it totally, unfortunately. Just he's off insulin? Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. How long ago, like, when did you meet him? When I was uh, 30. So. so he was really, like, your first client. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. like, this makes me think. So you met him when you were 30. So I don't want to say your age. You, you can. I'm say your age. Yeah. So <laughs> 10 years later, you now feel very confident in him and his decisions and eating. Yes. But yet we think that we can have a, a client for two months and they're like, oh, I'll be fine. Right. That was a 10-year process. Yes. I would say it's over the last, like, three years. Yeah. It's been really awesome. So seven-year process. Still. But longer yeah. than three-month commitment, longer oh. than six-month commitment. Yes. Yeah. Because, like you said, it's like those small steps, like sustainable over time. Yes. 
for him, for sure, he it was a long journey for him emotionally, I think, and mentally yeah. because you have to really change your lifestyle like fully. And he committed to going to CrossFit too, which is awesome. Oh yeah, later on. So it's um, hard to have like your partner, like to to yeah. treat your partner pretty much, like to treat your parents, your friends, your significant others. Like it's so hard. <laughs> it is. There was a lot of you know, fights, and you can talk to your husband differently than you can talk to a client. So, yes. Um, yeah, so I think uh, he just doesn't want to hear me nagging anymore, too, is probably part of it, yeah, but no. Okay. <laughs> no, but I, he feels better, too, and he doesn't want to be on these medications, and he doesn't want to rely on, you know, the meds that make him feel awful, too. It's like a vicious cycle. Oh, yeah. Um, so... Yeah, I'm super proud of him, though. He's totally learned. Now he, he totally gets, like, how to pair, like, a fiber, protein, and a good fat, or and a carb. Um, so it's great. And I think we think of that, those kind of things. It's just, like, common knowledge. And, like, you, you don't understand that. Right. Um, so it, like we, I always have to, like, remember, like, we have such a bubble of knowledge, and we're also surrounded by a bubble of people. Like, the, like I follow you on Instagram, and I follow a lot of people that – believe what you believe on Instagram. So I'm flooded with that. Like we were like, Oh, everybody knows this stuff. Right. But it, it's like not the case at all. Like this is still not publicly accepted knowledge or like a way of living. Yeah. And there's so many different fad diets out there. Like when people oh. come to me and say like, I don't eat fat. It's like, Oh my God, fat is so healthy. You know, quality fat yeah. is so healthy for you. You should be. So yeah, there's a lot of mistakes. Information. Misinformation. We love to just take out a vital macronutrient. Like, I'm going <laughs> to not do that. Right. Why do you think it's like one of the main things that you should eat? Exactly. You can just take it out? Exactly. And especially carbs too. Carbs are so important. Especially for us CrossFitters. You know, mm-hmm. the right kind, pairing it properly. Um, yeah. So you have to look at the whole picture. Of course. Yeah. So what got you into CrossFit? Um, I was doing Soul Cycle at the time, and my sister joined CrossFit, and she would not stop talking about it. Um, so I'm like, how it starts? Like, fine, I'll go. Yeah, fine, I'll go. And I went a morning that she wasn't there. Actually, I'll never forget this. I walked in, and I turned around and walked out. I was like, oh my, this is very intimidating. Um, you know, people were dropping the barbells and doing mm-hmm. all this stuff, and a girl saw me um, and ran after me, and she basically like, you know made the rest history she was like come in i'll help you if yeah. she didn't do that i don't know what would have happened so oh wow yeah and you've been doing it ever since oh yeah love it yeah. oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you love doing gymnastics right i do it's I fun do. it's it just is fun, fun to play it's so fun yeah and you said you you grew up not doing sports no sports my parents you know great parents they push like piano lessons and stuff like that yeah. but they mm-hmm. did not push sports for some reason so at the age of, you know, 34 to find this, it really opened me up, not just physically, but mentally and emotionally too, just to push my limits and my boundaries and see what I can do and then have that community to surround me and yeah. So. Yeah. I was the same way. I, I took piano lessons. Like I did not like sports. My brother was the sports one and yeah. I was like, I'm going to hang out alone. Yeah. <laughs> and then I played volleyball and soccer not for that long, but then starting CrossFit I was like, wow, this yeah. is, this is new. Um, but it's incredible, especially, like, like you said, the community around. Yeah. And the friends. Like, yeah, no matter where you are at whatever level you're at, people just embrace it and, mm-hmm. you know, support you. So it's a lot of fun. So what were you doing between 
So what were you doing before like you got into this world? I was, so I graduated in 03 with a communications major and a religion and minor, which is okay. pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. I loved this one professor, so I kept taking his classes and ended up with a minor. <laughs> and <laughs> left school, like, a little different than most. Like, a lot of my friends were like, I'm going to be pre-med or, I, you know, business and, um, or I want to be a teacher. Like, I was a little lost. I didn't really know what I wanted to do, and I fell into online advertising. Um, so I lived in Hoboken, got a job, my first job in New York City, and... You know, I'm the type of personality that puts like 150% into everything. So I got into online advertising sales and made it, you know, my career, but totally miserable, just to be honest. Um, working like really long days, 12, 14 hour days, high pressure clients, uh, demanding clients from one end, making sure that their sales, you know, goals were hit. And then internally, I don't know if you've ever seen Mad Men. Mm-hmm. It's like Mad Men on crack internally dealing, you know, with all the people in the agency um, and just like not, not happy, like unfulfilled work. Um, burnt out. Burnt out. Yeah. Like CrossFit was my like safe haven um, when I found CrossFit, you know, you know, and then obviously I had my friends and my husband and my family, but yeah, I was just miserable. And then one, one day at age 37, so this was three or four, three years ago, I went to work feeling like a little off, not really knowing like what it was. And actually we were like dining some clients at night and I had a full blown anxiety attack. <laughs> at the dinner? Yeah. I had to remove myself and go into the bathroom. I didn't know what was happening. I was like, what is, I couldn't like calm myself down though. And I couldn't come out. <laughs> Uh, so it was a, I like get emotional thinking about it now because it's like a crazy experience, but I basically had to like text them and be like, I don't feel well and I'm so sorry. And they were super understanding, thank God, but like, yeah. And I had to like reevaluate everything after that moment. What were you feeling? Like, like in that moment, like physically, what were you feeling? Oh, I couldn't breathe. I was nauseous, shaking, like hot flash, I looked dizzy and I could not calm myself down. So I was like, am I sick? Like it was, and it was not, not going away. <laughs> I had to somehow, I walked from Times Square in New York, yeah, to the river to get on a ferry like hours later. Like I spent hours in the bathroom. In the trying, bathroom? Trying to calm myself down. Yeah. You were like, alone? Um, yeah. I had my, I had my husband come in. <laughs> okay. So your husband was there. Yeah. But he, and we tried to get into a cab. I couldn't even do a cab. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What did you think it was at that time? I, I didn't know, but, and neither did my husband, because we never, like, experienced this, and I called my mom, finally, when I got home, and she's like, Emily, you just had, that's an anxiety attack. I had, like, this sense of calm when I got home, like, I was safe, mm-hmm. like, that's the craziest part, um, and I was like, wow, and then, and then I just thought, like, the next day I'd wake up and be fine, but no, my, my stress, like, I was on the verge of an anxiety attack after that at any point, so I had to really evaluate my life and like what was going on and I knew that I was super unhappy at my job um, but this was definitely a turning point for me. How long do you feel like you were that like that stressed and that unhappy before it it finally boiled over? Around like age 30 so and this was 37 so it was like yeah. Seven years of this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Of of chronic stress not liking your day. Yeah. Feeling burnt out. The sad, yeah, and the sad part is, so I found CrossFit at 34, so that was, like, you know, awesome, and then when I was going through this, when I would 
because I was at such a high level of stress, I would go to CrossFit and my heart rate would go up and it would just trigger an anxiety attack. Oh, no. Right. So I was like, oh, now I can't even do the thing that I love. <laughs> yeah. That's supposed to be taking me out of, you know, my, my outlet. outlet. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So I had to really figure out something and like do it quick to get my life back. <laughs> what do you think looking back was like, why did it happen on that day? What, what I, was that trigger? I honestly don't know. I contemplate that a lot. I think I was out, you know, whining and dining with clients, like didn't want to be there, mm-hmm. like exhausted, just wanted to go home. Um, and just like, that was my breaking point. Like I'm done. I don't think like there wasn't like a deadline that day or like a hard sales call that I had. I think it was a, you know, just everything just built up to that one night. Your body just made the decision. Yeah. It's like, we're done. We're done. You have to figure stuff yourself out. So what changed? What did you look at your life? Like the next few days after you said you had to reevaluate what happened then? I was like, I can't stay in this career path anymore, even though I tried it for so long and I did so well. Like Emily, just be proud of yourself. Like you made it, you know, I was successful. I was making, you know, money, which is hard to walk away from, but like I knew that nutrition and functional medicine was so important to me. And so, um, it, that was a no brainer. I was like, you know what? I'm 37. I can go back to school. Yeah. <laughs> I can do this while I'm working. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, I did that for one, you know, so I, I got in, I had to take my prereq courses, um, and got in and then a semester and I quit my job fully with the support of, you know, my husband, which is awesome. So yeah. What other, what changes did you, like, you, you made a career change for sure. Yeah. Did you have to make any like, lifestyle, nutrition, exercise changes from that point? Um, I actually got my lifestyle back in order. Like I was able to go to CrossFit now. Once you, like once you quit. Yeah. I was able to freely go and not think about, okay, if my heart rate gets up. Am I going to have an anxiety attack now? Um, and I was able to solely like, yeah, focus on my nutrition, um, exercise and like studying. So that was good. And this is such a common thing too, like the way that we live our lives here. Why, like, why do you think, why do we do this to ourselves? I don't know. I'm excited that I'm living actually in South Carolina because I do feel like the pace is slower than the hustle and bustle of New York City and, um, but yeah, I don't know. New York City, New Jersey is just a different breed, um, and I don't know why people do that. But some people enjoy that. I, that was not for me. Or like they enjoy it, but like, what is what is what do they look like on the inside? Right? You no, know? like you don't not really want to know. <laughs> no, I don't. Like, like chronic stress, never sleeping. Who knows what they're eating or if they're eating? Exactly. Helping it helps that they like it. That's the only thing. But a lot of people probably aren't even like going to CrossFit, right? Like you, totally unhealthy. Yeah. Yeah. So you just see like all of these changes, but like you made a good point. The money is hard to walk away from. Yeah. But like at some point, like what at what cost? Exactly. And I just remember when I gave my two weeks, it was like bricks lifted off. Like I could breathe. Yeah. So I knew I made the right decision. That's how you know. When you feel relieved. Yeah. That's how you know it was the right decision. Yeah. And I was able to get my life back on track, so... Heck yes. <laughs> so you were your own client, and also yes. your husband was your own client. Yes. Yeah. It's funny, though, during that, like, CrossFit and eating, nutrition was, like, always on point. Like, that was not something oh, wow. I could sacrifice. Yeah. yeah. So 
getting back to your earlier question, like my sleep was not great because I couldn't control that because of the anxiety and my stress mm-hmm. and my hormones were probably totally out of whack. My, yeah, cortisol was probably, like I probably should have been yes. testing my blood sugar at that point because it was probably all over the place, just yeah. stress. Um, but yeah, I was eating well and still going to CrossFit and just taking everything down at CrossFit just to make mm-hmm. sure my heart rate was steady, basically. Which is, like, I want people to hear that, like, you can still go work out and just take it slower. Like, take oh, yeah. it less in- intensely, but you like, to still have movement in your day is so huge. important. Yeah. yeah. So, after you you got into school, you quit your job, what happens next? What, is, what have the past few years looked like for you? Um, so, I started, you know, my own, my own business. I'm really, like, passionate about working with people one-on-one. Um, people, you know, come to me with you know, wanting to lose weight, but they also come to me with all different types of symptoms, um, you know, joint pain, you know, inflammation symptoms like eczema, um, the GI symptoms, and, you know, my philosophy is all about, like, looking at the individual on a one-to-one basis. No two people are the same. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, looking at their holistic um point of view from, you know, their metabolic assessment to their lifestyle, how they eat, how they sleep, how, um, what supplements they take, what medications they're on, blood work analysis is super important. Um, and, you know, they walk away with an individualized plan. Um, so that's exciting and fun. And then, you know, a lot, I really love like metabolic syndrome, which is a cluster of things. You, you have to, three or more of, um, pre-diabetic or type 2 diabetes, cardiovascular disease, so your cholesterol is, you know, uneven, high blood pressure, and being overweight. So the three of those. Yeah. So what is it like when a client comes to you with that? Because it seems pretty overwhelming. It's it's overwhelming, but it's it's so, like, I hate to say this, normal. <laughs> yeah. The way society is going right now, it's something like, 80% of Americans are pre-diabetic. Don't quote me on that, but it's a high Oh, number. I mean, I don't want to quote you on that because yeah. that number is crazy. The number is nuts. Yeah. 80%? Just because of diet and lifestyle. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm not surprised because, yeah, diet and lifestyle heal here, but that's most people. That's most people. Yeah. And the sad part is a lot of people don't look at their own blood work. So, like, they'll trust their doctor, and they, they come to me, and they're like, I'm totally fine. And it clearly says on their blood work that they're pre-diabetic. Does <laughs> their doctor not tell them? No. Doctors are, some. I mean, yeah, some doctors just don't do a thorough analysis of looking at the blood work properly. Yeah, it's sad. So, like, I, I love teaching clients how to, like, take the their own um, blood analysis into their own hands, like, teach them how to look at their markers yeah that's important that's an awesome tool to be able to like educate your patients on or clients on the things that are going to be so helpful for them like going forward in their lives yeah you mentioned so you had to make a lot of changes when you were like in college a little after that why do you feel like you had to make all these changes you couldn't have this big dinner with the beer but your friends could what was it about you So for me specifically, so all restaurants cook with inflammatory oils. Unfortunately, it's cheaper and it tastes better. (laughs) And, uh, you know, they throw sugar into foods because it tastes better and it has you coming back for more. And all of those really just upset my stomach. Um, 
you know, the way we process gluten today is like not the way we processed it 80 years ago. So when you're eating, you know, breads, it's a lot harder for our, our system to digest it properly. So for me, it just affects me in in the way of like I broke out an eczema actually mm-hmm. which I thought was genetic but you know the second I removed some of those food properties um, it went away and my stomach you know symptoms went away so it's important that when I work with clients and they come to me with these types of things we we do do an elimination diet and add things back in slowly mm-hmm. and they always come to me and they'll say oh my gosh it was like this food group like the next day I felt it so they know like they're taking matters into their own hands like they they understand what triggers them and they can adjust a problem. Like they'll know specifically what it was. Yeah, for sure. So what, how, what is your approach to restaurant eating now? Um, it's hard. I, but I have no shame in telling like the, you know, whoever's helping Mm -hmm. our table, like no, no butter, no oil that they get upset. Like, Oh, our chef's like, we'll cook it like this. I'm like, I can't eat it. If you, yeah, it comes out as plain Jane as can be, but it's fine. It's like some ground turkey on the plate. <laughs> like, I could have made this at home. Yeah. Yeah. Or like the salmon's, you know, dry. But I'm like, no, no, I like it like this. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> when you say oils, what kind of oils are we talking about? Uh, a lot of restaurants cook with like vegetable oil, canola okay. oil. They don't cook with, um, you know, avocado oil or extra virgin olive oil. Yeah. Um, so. I just thought we were all going in the direction of, like, no vegetable oils and no canola oils. I wish. I wish. I know. (laughs) Are there any restaurants that are, like, your go-to, you know you can eat things there? You know, I'm still trying to figure that out down here, unfortunately. Um, And with COVID, and because I'm so crazy with that, I don't really eat out a lot now, which has actually helped us, too, because you're forced to make, you know... Really delicious foods at home. Yeah, darn. <laughs> yeah, I gotta stay at home. Yeah. What kind of things did you have to change anything about what you eat at home? Um, home cooking, no. It was all like restaurants yeah. processed. Yeah, it was the processed foods. So for sure, if I was home and had like a bagel and cream cheese, because that was common growing up, um, it would hurt my stomach. Oh no, I love yeah. bagels and cream cheese. I know. And now, so now I can have them though. Okay. Out. So if you, like, if you, yeah, I can tolerate them now because I've cleaned up my diet so much mm-hmm. that it's, but if, you know, I was eating those processed oils and like high gluten every single day, like my body just couldn't take it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> I have a friend that's dealing with this right now too. And I think so many more people deal with it. They just think it's normal. They think, like, right. feeling that bloated, like, having all these GI issues, all of, like, the eczema, like, they just think it's normal or related to something different. And that's what I see so often is, like, people, they have all of these symptoms or they're feeling this way. They don't look at, well, what are you putting in your body? Yeah. They look at, like, oh, it must be some weird disorder right. some weird disease and there's like, a medication to just mask it. like what are the things like breaking it down like the foundational things that you're putting into your body yeah and people are like why would that have anything to do with it right or what are the nutrient deficiencies that are you know happening? maybe what are you not putting in what your you body? Not, yeah i mean no one gets enough vegetables a day and enough fiber and enough fruit even um or medications that you're on so many medications deplete like core nutrients and that affects how you feel. I mean, fatigue, mood swings, you know, a lot of women are on birth control and that depletes your B vitamins or, 
if you um, are on a statin for cholesterol, that depletes CoQ10, which is an energy mm-hmm. antioxidant. You know, so there's a lot of things that you have to look at. Um, to what do you think is like the lowest hanging fruit? Like in general, yeah, people. or maybe for most of your clients, most of the people that you see, water intake. <laughs> Everyone is dehydrated. I'm not drinking cold brew. My <laughs> yeah. water's right here. I promise. <laughs> I water love, intake. Me, I love cold brew. Yeah. Um, for sure, vegetables. No one eats enough vegetables. You know, I tell my clients to get six to eight cups in a day, which is a lot. So you know, you start small. So add a cup mm-hmm. um, with lunch, or put some in a smoothie in the morning. Um, add a cup with dinner and get a variety of colors because each color show you know has a different nutrient in it so um sometimes it's exercise like in jersey with quarantine and the gyms being closed people are just turning to you know processed carbs and processed sugar and not exercising just because who has the mentality to go into their basement or garage you know by themselves Mm -hmm. it was tough so you know get out and walk Um, if you have like a watch, like track your steps, you know, aim for like whatever you're currently doing, try to double it. Mm. And then on the note of like eating more vegetables, just hearing you talk about, I mean, I definitely don't eat that many vegetables. I definitely should, but that requires a lot of eating, which is a problem, like a problem in of itself is that people aren't eating that much. That's true. Or they're eating, you know more of the things that they shouldn't be eating and they're not eating any vegetables or like I'll I'll have people that eat twice a day right because they think that that's better for them but then they have the 3 p.m. crash or brain fog in the morning when they wake up you know so they think it's normal I think it's normal yeah that's the thing is like as soon as the the flip switches and they realize I don't have to be feeling this way or this isn't Normal, yes, it's normal because it's common. That doesn't right. mean that it's normal as in you should. Like, oh, I should always feel like crap at 3 p.m.? No. no. <laughs> oh, I should be waking up in the middle of the night to pee every hour? Right. No. Nope. But because everyone everyone experiences it, they're like, oh, yeah, like, I, this is this is what I've been doing. Right. So what do you do if that person doesn't see an issue? Um, well, nine times out of ten, they're coming to me because they do feel the issue. I but a lot of the times they'll come to me just for weight loss mm-hmm. and then we discover these other issues because they do think it's normal. And after just a couple of weeks of like working together, they'll, I'll get a text. Oh my gosh, like I have so much energy today and, and it's, it's lasted, you know, I'm just like, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The best kind of text to get though, the right? The best. I yeah. like, that's why I love so much what I do because I'm finally like making an impact in people's lives and making them feel better and healthier and not, you know doing online ad sales. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that your experience in communications has helped you with like growing your business. Yeah, yeah. Um, that part has been fine, but I've just been like trying to figure everything out. Uh, you know, starting your own business mm-hmm. is very different than working for somebody. So yeah, it's been a lot yeah. to try and get that going. So what is your process like from like start? I mean, I don't even know if there is a finish, but like how do I start working with you? Um, so you fill out an intake form. It's pretty lengthy because I, again, like I really want to get to know you and, um, we, the first session is normally 90 minutes. So we review that intake form, um, very 
very in depth. Um, I always like to go over like a twenty four hour food journal as well. Um, I just lost my train of thought. Twenty four hour food journal. Yeah, yeah. And then we we work together to come up with like a specific plan that's going to work for you. So some people are a little bit like me, like type A, like I want to know what I should be eating, when I should like be eating. Meticulously. Yeah. yeah. Um, and others are like, and I love when they tell me this because it's only going to work to like, if you know how, you know, what best. How you work. Exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so they'll say, I just need a couple goals. Goals. So we'll review those goals. So maybe it's like eating a healthy breakfast and not, you know, you, you always get recipes with me. I'm a huge recipe person because I, you know, I love to snack too, but I'm not going to snack on processed cookies. So I have a gazillion recipes that, yeah, that are cookies that oh, are made from like yes. whole ingredients that taste just as good. I mean, if my husband likes it, every you know, I know everyone will like it. Yeah. So, or like teaching people, like, okay, you love chips. Like, there are brands out there, um, like Siete. I don't know if you're. Mm-hmm. They're you know made from as whole foods as you can get with avocado oil, like not processed. You know, like try try those. So it's like switching up um, some things, you know, little by little. Um, yeah, and we meet like depending on the person, every week or every two weeks or once a month to, to build off of what we've started. And then it's just the small sustainable steps, like, over time. What what would be, like, the minimum amount of time that you see the change that you want to see in someone? That's really, like, dependent on how much they put into it. You know, sometimes they'll say, I just had a bad month and I couldn't mm-hmm. do it. Um, but they love seeing me for accountability. And other times people are like, totally in it and I work with a lot of people that do have pre-diabetes and so I need at least like three months um for you to to get on this path until you check your blood again because mm-hmm. your red blood cells last 90 days so to get like a good reading of um how we've changed you know the blood sugar um you need at least 90 days so um yeah, some people, you know, can take what, what we've worked on those three months and, like, run with it, but other mm-hmm. people stay with me longer for... Yeah, it just depends on the person, too, yeah. and, like, how how much work, how much of a challenge, like, they want to take on versus, like, how much they need it to be really broken down. Exactly, yeah. Um, yeah, and if they're on medications and they want to get off meds, oh, okay. you know, we're working longer together. Cause, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. We have to work with their doctor. Um, so it's like a, you know, a team of people. What's that like to work to be like, hey, I know you prescribed this medication. Yeah. But get off of it. It's depends on the doctor. Some doctors are awesome and others are like, What? <laughs> you know, they they like to prescribe. That's how they get paid. Um yeah, even my husband's doctor, like some markers that I wanted her to check for, for him, like inflammatory markers, she didn't understand why we were checking them. Great. Yeah. Love so, that. So sad, yeah. That's the thing. Oh, man. It's it's not all doctors. No. And it's also like, there's a lot of bad PTs. There's a lot of bad nutritionists. There's a lot of yeah. bad CrossFit gyms. But it's, yeah. it's just like, just because you have the letters behind your name doesn't mean that they really know everything that they're doing. And like, this is not, this conversation is not being taught no. in schools. No. Wasn't taught in my school for PT. It's no. not being taught in medical schools. No. Like, that is... Like, foundationally, the education. Yeah. And I also always think about, like, what were you taught in your health class in seventh grade? <laughs> right. I don't even remember. Bees, I don't know. Yeah. Definitely like probably, like, 1,200 calories. Right. Or something right. like that. And I don't even know. Not enough for me to 
remember. Well, I also was never taught about like taxes and how to exactly. Be. I yeah. want a book that's just like adulting for dummies. Yeah, like adulting one hundred and one. Like what yeah. are taxes? Property right. taxes. Your registration. Right. Like that. Yeah. But we're taught calculus. Yeah. You're so right. Yeah. I'm using calculus every, every day. day. Obviously, yeah. my job is a PT. <laughs> yeah. So you mentioned functional medicine. Yes. What do you mean by functional medicine? Um, you know, not just looking at something um, with one lens and then prescribing. It's really getting to the root cause of, of an issue and looking at it holistically from so many different, like, lens. So it's like if somebody, I don't know, the other day somebody was iron. I had somebody who had iron deficiency anemia. But it's like somebody, a doctor just slapped me or, you know, iron pills for this one client, which is great, but didn't ask any questions. Like, do you eat red meat? Um, Is there, you know, family history of this? Have you, you know, really, like, ask questions to get to the bottom of why you're iron deficient. Um, Not just, like, you know, here's some meds and be on your way. (laughs) Do you feel like you're doing, like, a tango with the doctor and the client when that happens? When, When you're like, oh... They gave you iron pills, but what about all of this? But they're they're like, oh well, they gave me iron pills, so I'm good. Right, but they don't want to take. A lot of the clients don't want to take the supplements long term. I mean, iron pills are are not that big of a deal, but it can be harsh on your stomach. And like, why wouldn't you want to correct that if you can correct that through lifestyle and diet? You know. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just easier for doctors. Do you know doctors take like tw- like a twenty minute or thirty minute course on nutrition, and that's it. <laughs> it's just like, the, like foundational health. Yes. Like what we're not and what we are putting in our body. Yeah. I know that we're, we're totally not cars, right? But like you cannot run a car without gas. And I'm always baffled by like yesterday I had to get gas. And my thought was like, hey, Elliot, like my boyfriend, hey, can you pick me up? I just got gas. I don't want to use it. Versus the way <laughs> we view calories are like, oh, I just ate this. I got to burn it. Oh, like yeah. We view gas in our car. It's like a way to do things and get around it's energy fuel yada 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 but the way that we view food is totally like i have to get this out yeah which is crazy you should fuel your body for what you need it to do not just yeah it's hard it's so hard though i hate i hate this because our society is set up in such a way that like Sugar, salt, and fat is in everything. It's the most addicting, you know, three ingredients you can have, and it's in everything. So, of course, people are addicted to it and coming, you know, keep coming back for more. It's like, um, so it's so hard to break that cycle and, like, be like, oh, I'm going to have a vegetable now, you know, like. (laughs) So exciting. I'm going to have a vegetable now. But you have to, like, understand. Yeah, I think if you understood what you were really putting into your body, which is also what I try and educate clients Mm -hmm. um, about, is where like the mind shift is going to happen. It's about balance too. Like, oh yeah, like yeah. you can't be a hundred percent perfect all the time. No, and yeah. that's not realistic. Yeah, like, like what even is perfect? No, there's no such thing. Exactly. Like if you go to a birthday party, you want to have cake. Like you're not gonna not have a piece of cake, right? Yeah. But it's about what you're doing the rest, the rest of, of the days. Day. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's like you still want to enjoy your life. You still you don't want to be restricted. Right. And I guess I don't. I think a lot of people, they don't think that you can have healthy nutrition without feeling miserable, hating themselves, and restricting. No. And I'm like, no, it's actually the opposite. Literally the opposite. What you're doing right now, you're feeling miserable. Like right now, you're restricting, and you don't want to reach over for your husband's french fry because you think it's going to... So silly. 
Like, yeah. Do you want that French fry? And they're like, yeah. Like, well, I think we can figure out a way for you to like eat that French fry. <laughs> exactly. Like, it'll be okay. So you are you just finished your master's in clinical nutrition, right? And you're getting your clinical your CNS. My CNS, yeah. Okay. Certified nutrition specialist. So it's my license, basically. Um, mm-hmm. I did a thousand internship hours. And now I have the exam in June. Awesome. Yeah. Did you ever consider going to medical school? No. <laughs> really? Like, heck no, don't want to do that? Yeah, I can't. Um, no, my dad's a dent- retired dentist. I would never be able to. Yeah, I'm not, like, into, like, the blood. and <laughs> The blood? Yeah. Yeah. So this was a way for you to almost do it better. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, right? I don't know. Yeah. Like it would you, be cool to work. I would love to pair up with a functional yes. doctor. Mm-hmm. That's a dream. For do sure. it better in the sense of like do exactly what you wanted without having to to do eight years of maybe something that you didn't want to do. Right, right. It's cool that like you the degree that degree is out there. Yeah, I just you. wish I tell this a lot to like my husband and my parents. Like I wish I knew that this was my passion in my twenties. And they were like, some people never figure it out, you know, so you should be proud that you figured it out and you went for it. So that's just what I'm, and I can just continuously, you know, learn and grow Mm -hmm. and get more certifications and stuff as I go. So what was the point where you figured out like this was your passion? Um, definitely after seeing my husband turn his life around for sure. And then seeing how I felt so different after CrossFit and figuring out. So when I joined CrossFit, I actually went to a nutritionist who changed my life. Okay. I don't know how to eat properly for the sport that I love so much. Um, So I was like, oh my God, like this, everyone should be, you know, have this knowledge and this power um, to change themselves if they want to. So, and just knowing like there were so many of my husbands out there just eating and eating and not really like putting thought into what they were doing to their bodies. And then, yeah, it just, it's so many things that could be reversed. Yeah, you can live a much healthier, longer life and be happy and eat the things that you want to eat. Yeah, right? And enjoy it and feel good. And feel good, yeah. Yeah, and like love the thing that you're doing. And yeah. Love your everyday instead of being like crushed yeah. by your everyday. That's right. Cool. Like who wants to carry a jug of water around them, a gallon of water? <laughs> yeah. He just and thought that was normal? Yeah, he... I seriously have asked him this so many times. Yeah. He... He just never, like, put thought into it. You're like, I still don't get it. I, I mean, still don't get it. I, yeah. I really don't. Yeah. Like, there were so many red flags, um, and he just went about his day. Yeah. Like you said, like, your your dad was a dentist. Like, you were just kind of more surrounded and more aware of it. Very, yeah. My dad, yeah. He also has, like, his master's in biochem. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, I get to pick his brain a lot about things. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's a cool relationship. Yeah. You mentioned before recipes. So I see all these great recipes online and then I go and look and I'm like, I don't know what a lot of these ingredients are or I don't have these things in my house. So like coconut flour, a lot of the, I can't even name them because I don't even know. Yeah. What are like, what are some ingredients that you could, you should always have? Um, okay. So I always have bananas because Mm -hmm. I always make some sort of, I um, you know, you have to let them go rotten a little bit. I have some of those right now, so it's okay. great. Yep. Good. I always have um, almond flour. I do have coconut flour. Okay. Um, coconut oil. I'm trying to think. Those are the things that I never have. That I see the recipe and I'm like, I don't have that. Dark chocolate. Oh, yeah. I have that. <laughs> That's easy. Yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of my recipes are like four or five ingredients. Oh, almond butter is mm-hmm. another good one. Um that contain, you know, like a fruit, a good fat, 
some chocolate, and yeah, the cookie tastes just as good as any processed cookie that has 20 ingredients that are all inflammatory. Yeah, I want cookies now. I should have brought you some. Oh no! Can you just send me the recipe? I'll send you the recipe. Yes, for sure. I'm obsessed with this. You so, know, what does a day in the life look like for you right now? Uh, so I take you know I have clients mm-hmm. and just trying to like pump my business out there. I put together a whole my whole like Instagram you know mm-hmm. setup. So you'll see a lot more of that coming out. Um, yeah, and CrossFit. <laughs> clients, content, CrossFit. Yes, that's it. I love the three C's. Yeah. How many clients do you have right now? Uh, probably like fifteen. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. And you meet with them all one on one. All right, one-on-one, just yeah. kind of depending on the person. Yeah, I've done some group stuff with the CrossFit at home. That's worked mm-hmm. out really well. So it's a two week program. I do a Facebook group, so we're all in there for accountability, and everyone gets a meal plan with recipes like. It's very detailed. So you can oh, do wow. as much or as little as, as you'd like. Okay. Yeah. That's a great topic. Meal plans. Yeah. Some people are like, can you just give me a meal plan? Yep. And for some people, that's the right thing. And some people, it's not. Right. Can you tell me your belief, your philosophy on meal plans? Um, <laughs> so I like, I love meal planning. But if some people don't like meal planning, I think that you at least have to have a plan. So yes. You can't go into the week thinking like, all right, I'm just going to wake up and grab and go. Because when you do that and you haven't planned anything out, you're grabbing probably the more processed stuff or, you know, you're getting takeout. So you have to have a plan of what you're going to eat, whether that's um, batch cooking or not. Like I say to my clients all the time, when I have a busy week, I'm not going to let go of my nutrition, but I'm going to go food shopping for like the easiest stuff. And this is like, could be a little embarrassing, but I even buy a hard boiled egg that's already peeled. Yeah. Like I, <laughs> I need, you know, uh, peppers, grapes, like stuff that I can grab easily, you know, a rotisserie chicken. Like I'm not cooking, but it's all there so that when I'm hungry, I can put together a really delicious meal, like salsa, feta cheese, whatever it is, um, rice, sweet potato, and then you can make something, you know, um, in five minutes really with that. Even ground chicken or turkey takes 10 10 minutes. Oh, it's so and easy. So easy. Yeah. And it's so versatile, too. Right. Make tacos with it. You mm-hmm. can make sa- sa- you know, put it over salad. So I always like make sure that people have a plan of attack, because if you don't, you're grabbing something on the go, and it's usually not the healthiest. Yeah. But planning is huge. Planning is huge. So I think a lot of people, when they hear meal plans, they think, all right, Emily, I just met you. You know nothing about me, nothing about what I'm normally eating. Just tell me exactly what to eat and when to eat it. No, no, no. Right, I'm like, no. Like, I don't, how, is, how am I going to do that? Right. No. I noticed, like you said, like on my busiest weeks is when I need to like batch cook the most. Yeah. Because I don't want to make dinner exactly. tonight. I want to go home and have dinner made. Exactly. And think about how you'll feel on your busy week if you don't eat or if you eat like crap. You'll feel even worse. I get stressed because I'm like, I know I'm not eating well. I know I'm not eating enough. But if you have it all planned, it's like... It becomes, like, one less thing, not even to worry about, but, like, one thing you have in the bag that you can just go do all your other things. Yeah, and you'll have more energy. You won't have that brain fog. You won't be fatigued. I mean, if you keep your blood sugar stable throughout the day with the right foods, Mm -hmm. yeah, you're on a path to success totally. Does anyone ever ask you, like, what your typical day of eating looks like? 
No, actually. What is your typical day? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay, it's, it's probably boring for most, but no. um, I would say, you know, I, I practice what I preach. So I do make a really healthy smoothie in the morning because that is an easy way to get a cup of veggies in. So I do frozen spinach. I mix it up my, my berries. So blueberries, strawberries, um, sometimes a banana, uh, always flaxseed. Um, what else? Sometimes I'll put some almond butter in there and protein powder. Mm-hmm. So I've already got like a really uh, slow digesting, um, st- like stable breakfast that hits all of my nutrients. Um, depending on when I do CrossFit, because it's kind of all over the map, but I'll, so I'm also one that like I just know my body I need to eat every two to three hours otherwise my blood sugar does oh same girl okay so then I'll probably like snack on some hard boiled eggs um and then I'll have lunch lunch is always a a lean protein fat and carb so that could look like avocado or sweet potato or rice um the same dinner is the same and then I always have like these banana cookies lying around. It's bananas and oats. Oh, oats are another thing that you yes. Have. Okay. And you make those cookies. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I want to make those those cookies right now. I will send you the recipe. And that's like hearing what you just described. Like it's not boring. It's no. simple. Yeah. It's it's not like I think the hardest thing was when I was trying to figure out like nutrition when I was eating was things like casseroles or things like yeah. It's so much easier if it's just, like, separate and simple. Like, you yeah. have all of your structure, which doesn't mean it has to be the same thing every day. No. It's just fill in the blank. Exactly. With X. Yeah, if you get, like, a bag of, like, arugula salad or spinach, I mean, that's your base right there. And then you could just throw in whatever. Like, it could be as simple or as easy. Like, you could put in some chicken and some eggs. Like, you can yeah. mix it up. Salsa, guacamole, rice. I mean, it's delicious. Yeah, exactly. Like, it doesn't have to be bad. It doesn't have to be boring. It's just simple. And salmon is huge. Salmon. Salmon is wild caught. Mm-hmm. I tell people at least once a week, but if you can get it in twice for oh. your omega-3s, yeah. Okay, you have to... T- so, Rachel, I'm going to call her out. Okay. She doesn't like wild caught because she thinks it's more orange. She likes... It's its natural state. I know. <laughs> she's like, I don't like that one. She likes the farm raised, and my mom is always like, when we go to restaurants, she's like... Is it wild or is it farm raised? My mom's are like, stop asking. It's not going to be. <laughs> it's not there are some wild. places. Where? I would love oh, to. Oh, gosh. It's been forever. Yeah. But okay. You almost can't get it anymore that's not farm raised. Right. Um, so, like, Trader Joe's has wild yeah. caught. Yeah. And I'll bring it home, and Rachel's like, that's wrong. Oh, Rachel, I'm going to have a talk. Yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> she probably won't listen to this. She hears my voice way too much. So, let's yeah. fast forward, like, three years. What do you feel like, like, where are you at with your business? That's a good question. Yeah. Um, I'm just obviously hoping to be helping a lot more people. I would love to like, you know, weight loss is really big and metabolic syndrome. So, you know, diving into just helping more and more people really. Um, Having a bigger impact. Yeah, getting, I mean, you have a huge impact right now, but, like, getting even more into it. I really want to, yeah. I would love to, like, pair up with other, you know, functional medicine doctors and even, like, CrossFits in the area just because I'm so passionate about that. I think that's the direction things are going to, which is is super exciting. Yeah. What is something that you have, throughout this entire process, learned about yourself? (laughs) Anything, anything. Um, you know, at 37 to quit your career and like go back to school, especially in a science 
based, um, you know, master's program where you had a liberal arts, you know, I just think I'm, I'm just proud of myself for going for it. I don't know how many people would do that. Um, not to say like, oh, I did something so, so special, but like for me, it's like, yeah. I think you should be proud of that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a huge step, and it's a step that a lot of people are like, well, I'm 37. I'm like, you're going to be you're gonna be 40 in three years no matter what. Yeah, yeah. So, like, what do you want to have done by that time? Right. I think it's a big, it's a big scary, like, vulnerable step to yeah. fully change your career. I'm sure your family and your friends were like, oh. But now they see you and the impact that you're making and how much you love it. I'm sure the difference between the Emily that I'm sitting yes. across from and the Emily a few years ago is, like, stark. Yes. If you would ask my husband that, yeah, for sure. Like, he knew how unhappy I was. And that was trickling down to, like, our relationship, my relationship with my friends. And so, for mm-hmm. sure, yeah. But, I mean, it took me, obviously, a huge wake-up call to, to do it. I mean, my body literally stopped working. So. Yeah. You got, sometimes you have to hit rock bottom. Right. Because you, you still had, like, a lot of great things in your life. Oh, um, yeah. It, yeah, yeah. It's going to take, yeah. It's always like, is the pain of change more than the pain of staying the same? Right. If yes, people are going to stay the same. Yeah. It has mm-hmm. to be. Yeah. It has to be some give and take. Yeah. What is something that you feel like you are really good at? Uh, <laughs> um, you get to brag. Yeah. Now's your time. I'm really good at like getting. I don't know. It's like a. It's, like, good and bad. I think I care, like, too much. Like, I just, I care so much for people that I sometimes am too hard on myself, too. Because it's like, oh, they didn't do, like, everything I said. And, like, I I want everyone to feel as healthy as they possibly can. So, I I don't know. I just love building the one-on-one relationships with everybody and just, um, you know. You almost take it personal? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I struggle with that, too. And I think that's so natural um, in this, this world. Like, to have, you can't really stop empathy, and when you care this much about something as clearly as you do, you're going to take it personal. But that just means when you go home at night, you're like, how could I have done this better? Exactly. And you just become a better coach and a better person from it. Yeah, I agree with that. Last question. Okay. What is the one thing that you wish everyone either knew or did or practiced more to be, let's say, quote, healthy? Like, one thing. If everyone would just do this, the world would be a better place. Oh, man. I know. That's like the biggest question. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many things I'm thinking about. Yeah. I would say just to take control and read labels. Read labels. Read labels. Read labels. I like take control. Take control yeah. of what you're putting in your cart and in your mouth and in your family's, you know, mouths and read what's on the label. Yeah, I think that's huge. I mean, some people think that they're eating something right, but they're not reading the label. Like, don't go for the marketing gimmick on the front of yes. the package. You were in that too, right? Yeah, it's sad. It's it's horrible. Oh man, I didn't even think about mm-hmm. that being. You saw that whole world. Yeah, like I worked on the Coca Cola account. Yeah. <laughs> well, no wonder you felt so like the cognitive dissonance. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. We, we can talk, talk about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. Well, where can our followers, our listeners, where can they find you? I'm on Instagram, Emily Warner, at Emily Warner Nutrition. And also my website is emilywarnernutrition.com. Perfect. Love <laughs> it. Emily, this has been awesome. 
Same here. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We hope you enjoyed. Thank you so much for joining us, everyone. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Head on over to Instagram. Find us at Healthy Charleston. Leave us a review on iTunes. If you ever have any topics you want us to talk about or guests you want to bring on, feel free to DM us. Otherwise, thanks again.